We're on the air. Back. Well, party's starting early today, isn't it? To more of Early Break with Sip and Jay. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. You know, I've always felt like, Sip, every time that I leave for any sort of period of time, whether it's one day, four days, seven days, a lot of news happens. We mentioned in the first segment that a lot of stuff happened while I was gone with all the additions, mostly additions, one subtraction of Walter Rouse, a quick addition, then a, a, a subtraction a couple days later, but mostly additions. So I guess you're welcome when I'm gone that news happens, everybody. But I'm back. <laughs> yeah. And we're joined now by Husker Online, Sean Callahan. Sean, good morning. We'll start with one of the new additions that happened when I was gone. MJ Sherman, a former five-star edge rusher from Georgia, commits to Nebraska. I guess start off. What what do you what do you know about MJ Sherman? What do you expect out of him when he gets to Nebraska? Well, you know, he was at a place that probably had five or six of the best pass rushers at his position in the country. Um, he was just kind of the odd man out. Was a key special teams player. Um, but just, you know, they keep stockpiling players of that position at Georgia under Kirby Smart. And, um, you know, he, he's looking for an opportunity to, to be one of those guys and got two national championship rings. Um, you know, everybody you talk to at Georgia tells you this kid's talented. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just you know, <laughs> simple. It'd be like being a running back at Nebraska in the 90s. You know, yeah. Behind Lawrence Phillips and Amon Green and yeah. all the great guys they used to have on those rosters, but they're just stacked at that position. That's a good analogy, by the way, Sean. There were some good running backs in that period, Clinton Childs, Damon Benning, guys like that, that, were, that could start it at a lot of places. That's a great point. Now, that's what you hope is that when we say a, those guys could start at a lot of places, that MJ Sherman is like that. Okay, what is switching gears to Xavier Betts? It's another thing that happened, Jake, while you were away. Xavier mm-hmm. Betts hurtled out of the portal yes. um, into Nebraska, back into Nebraska's fold. Uh, Xavier Betts, Sean, you have a good read on Betts. You have a lot of – you're an Omaha guy. You have a lot of connections in Omaha. What should we expect from Betts going forward? And is this just – He's back, or does he have to? Does he have to jump through some hoops to get back? Yeah, I mean, there, there's still a lot of things that you know have to get done for him to probably play in a game on a Saturday. Um, you know, he's got to academically get himself in order. Um, when, I mean, when you leave school like he did last March, um, and you know, who knows what he did this past semester because we don't we didn't talk to him at all yet since um, he's made the move. Um, you know, there's a lot of academic pieces there that have to get taken care of. And you know, I grew up the son of a high school counselor, so I understand that side of stuff a little bit more um, just because I talked about it with my mom a lot growing up. And I just know when you're out of school that long, you know, there's things you've got to get tied up on the other side now with school uh, to play football and to get an academic standing um, and whatnot. So I think there's that side of it. Obviously, he's got to get back into physical shape, but I don't think that's a problem. You know, he's a physically gifted athlete. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the kind of guy that can get himself into shape over a semester. Um, but I think I think just getting himself back in the routine of the program and, and the academic side will be something um, that he's got to work on. And that, that's probably going to be a lot of credit hours that he's taking this semester and the summer 
um, and, and, and that will be really important for him. So obviously it was a surprise with Xavier Betts, but also you see Isaiah Garcia Castaneda is back out of the portal too, Sean. What was your level of surprise <laughs> seeing that happen for Nebraska? It was surprising um, just because we hadn't heard anything. Right. And I'm guessing he had opportunities. I mean, he's talented. He, he, he had places that wanted him. Um, I always, my read always was, was he, him and Mickey weren't really on the same page. He never really was a Mickey recruit when he came here either. He came in the portal in early December, right about the time when Mickey came in. Um, you know, and, and I think his recruitment had already been happening before Mickey got here. Um, and then Mickey brought a bunch of his guys in, Trey Palmer included. Marcus Washington was kind of a Mickey guy that they brought in from St. Louis. And it, it felt like he was kind of the odd man out of, of that group. Um, and, you know, he had the big game in Ireland, and I'll never forget um, he scored that touchdown, and um, yeah. they didn't even, people didn't even know he was in the game. I think he substituted into the game um, because Trey or somebody had to come off the field for a minute, and then he scored that touchdown. And, and he, he just – I think he was a little frustrated with where he was at. And then, you know, Mickey kind of called him out a little bit in that press conference when, when um, he, he left the program. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then now Mickey's gone, and I think maybe he's like, you know what, I'm just going to stay at Nebraska. He took his red shirt and, you know, sat out the year. It, you know, looking back, that's maybe what he just should have done altogether, just stayed on the team and said, I'm just going to redshirt this year. Uh, but I, I think some uh, emotions and frustrations got pretty high after the Oklahoma game um, when Scott Frost was fired, and, and then he went on the portal. Yeah, Sean Callahan joins us from HuskerOnline.com. One thing I don't think you know – I don't know who knows this. Where was Garcia Castaneda? Was he in school here? Yeah. I, was so he? He finished up. Like, you don't, I mean, you don't just, like, jump ship in the fall. Like, you have to, you're getting paid for your school still. You're getting your stipend. Um, okay. You know, anybody that was in his situation, you have to finish the semester. Um, otherwise, you, you're just tanking your your transcript at that point so he he was here and finished the semester um just wasn't on the football team for uh, you know eight games or whatever it was he played for four games and um left over the final eight so um wasn't practicing or doing anything with the team during that period Sean, walk us through what happened with Walter Rouse because Walter Rouse commits to Nebraska (laughs) was from Stanford on Wednesday and by Saturday he is no longer at Nebraska, now going to Oklahoma. What exactly happened with Walter Rouse, Sean? Hey, just like Sipple wrote yesterday, you got to ride the wave. You, you <laughs> yeah. probably rode a few waves on your vacation. Jake. I did. Um, this is the this is the world that we're in right now, and it, it's going to be. There's going to be situations, unfortunately, like this a lot in the coming years. But I think for him, he had one year of eligibility remaining. He's a draft pick. Yeah, um, he is. It's a matter of how high is he going to be. And Oklahoma, and I don't think this is this is not a money thing. You're, you know, trust me, you're not going to outbid the Peds. If they wanted to get Walter Rouse here and it was a money thing, that that would have probably been that probably wouldn't have been an issue with 1890 and, and Nebraska's collective. Um, but I, I think it was more a situation where Oklahoma, um, you know, questioned maybe you know, is Nebraska going to get you to the NFL at a higher pick than us? Like we have a better track record. Look how few of linemen they've had drafted, especially high-level linemen. I just think some of those things probably hurt Nebraska. Um, and Oklahoma was able to kind of get in his head there um, and, and switch it up. But, yeah, you know, it, it's crazy to think Wednesday night, I'm in the Outland Trophy, 
reception and the cocktail hour he commits, the whole place is talking about a lot of people like, wow, Nebraska got that Stanford kid. Wow. And here mm. we are on Saturday. I'm, at lunch at a run, I'm sitting at lunch at Runza with my family after a birthday party or a deal we were at. And the next thing you know, he's going to Stanford. He has his it was a, going to Oklahoma. That's just the world we're in. Yeah, it was a mm. jolt, wouldn't you say, Sean? It jolted this fan base. It, it just knocked you off the horse. You're right. I mean, you're yeah. like, whoa. Like, I mean, <laughs> you off the horse. <laughs> it did, Sean. It I knocked mean, you off the horse. He did, he did inter- I mean, I, it's just crazy to me that he did interviews on a Wednesday at social media graphics. Nebraska <laughs> announced it with a graphic. I mean, all, all of these things. It was uh-huh. <laughs> two days later. Oh, hey, he's going to Oklahoma. Okay, Sean Callahan of HuskerOnline.com. There was a point where we thought. Okay, Nebraska's going to have Micah Mazuka, a mm. Baylor guard. Or it's going to have Walter Rouse, a Stanford tackle, and it has been Scott in the fold, a center. We thought we've gone from thinking, okay, maybe three new starters on the offensive line, and here we go, to okay, well, Ben Scott. You're, he they, they got Ben Scott from Arizona State. He, he'll stick, probably be the starting center. Now, where how do you feel about this offensive line? When you evaluate what Nebraska has overall and what your expectations are for this program in 2023, uh, what do you say about the offensive line? Yeah, I mean, it was headed in a great direction um, at that point. And, you know, the metrics don't lie, Sip. We do the pro football focus grades every week. And, and Nebraska's tackle play in terms of, you know, grades and metrics was the worst in Power 5 football in terms of hurries, pressures. Um, past blocking grades, you know, they needed to upgrade and, and improve there, and, and they, they, they weren't able to. So now you're hoping that Prohaska can get himself back. Um, but they were very close to, to turning the tide. And, you know, even a year ago, this is what they wanted to do, but Riola wasn't here yet in, in, in enough time. And they took two backups from the portal on the line, Hunter Anthony and Kevin Williams. Uh, they didn't get any starters. Um, and, and it looked like they were going to get two, maybe three starters on the portal. And right. we know enough now about the portal, that the O-line, mm-hmm. the pass rushing positions, those are the premium positions in there. I mean, you, you look at like when Casey Rogers went in the portal last year, he's a D, DN, not more of a pass, but look how much attention he got last year. Yep. And so when you when you can get one of those guys um, you know, on the edge or on the O-line, that's the hardest ones to get in the portal. Yep. Sean, I saw something yesterday that I showed Sip that I, I was kind of eye-opening to me. That it, Obviously, the next season's a long ways away for college football, but I saw some very, very, very early Heisman odds, and it was yeah. Jeff Sims at 50-1 to odds, not Casey Thompson. So Vegas at least believes right now that Jeff Sims will be the guy next year for Nebraska. Is that your early feeling on the quarterback conversation way, way before anything even happens here? Well, he's, he's going to get the reps early, and he's got the toolbox that maybe fits more what they want. He's big. He's fast. He's athletic. He's a 23-game starter from Georgia Tech. So he's got a lot on his resume. Um, he's started more Power 5 games than Casey Thompson has. Um, you know, it's not like Casey Thompson has been Joe Namath here and won a lot of games. Um, you know, he, he's had, you know, he's won some games, the Iowa game and the Rutgers game and some of these games where he showed a lot of grit and toughness and talent um, and talent 
and in ta- talent. Arm talent. Um, but yeah, it, it's going to make fall camp extremely intriguing to see how this plays out. Because oh, what man. if, what if mm-hmm. Jeff Sims has a great spring? I mean, it's like so obvious. You're like, yeah. I mean, how do they do that? How does Casey react? Um, yesterday, um, and I'm sure you guys talked about this already, Casey Thompson re-signed with um, the right. Nebraska Collective. He was ABM last year. He's now on 1890. So they've taken care of that piece of things with Casey Thompson. Um, but he's a part of this program. Now, those those contracts can break. You know, if a guy goes in the portal or leaves, it's not like Casey Thompson's locked into Nebraska. Um, but that was a fairly big statement that the 1890 Collective announced him as a signee yesterday. You know what Jeff Sims has, Sean? He has the allure of a shiny new toy. Okay? <laughs> yep. So that's what he is. All right? He hasn't thrown a pick for Nebraska yet. All right? He hasn't had a bad game where fans are questioning him. He hasn't played behind a bad offensive line. Okay? We got to quit this Sims stuff. All right? Oh, wow. Handing him, well, handing him, rolls, says Sim, handing him the job over a guy that – paid his dues here that actually put up good numbers behind a bad offensive line that got rocked from three sides at Rutgers and still came out of halftime firing, won the game, beat Iowa in the last game. You don't hand the job to Jeff Sims. No. 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 Well, he can run. I mean, the thing that he can do, though, is he's bigger and he can run. And he's a shiny you. new toy, Sean. <laughs> We know, we know Regardless, regardless this is going to be a great fall camp battle. And, you know, Casey's got, as Mark Whipple used to say, he's got some prick in him. He can be a jerk. Yeah, right? thank you. And, and how will – I mean, that's going to get tense. Like, have we ever had a quarterback battle like this in a while where it's like two proven power five guys that are, that are going at it. I mean, that that's going to be interesting to watch. It sure is. It sure is, Sean. Sean, always great stuff. Thanks for the time. We will chat with you again next week. Did you get sunburned, Jake? Um, I told <laughs> Sip that, yeah, yeah, I'm sunburned in some areas. Um, I, I wore a hat because I've had a horrible summer in my head before. That, that will never happen again. So the top of my head is like pale. The bottom part is tan. I look a little ridiculous, but hopefully it eans out at some point. Sean, have you ever had a, a sunburn head? Oh, come on now. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I wasn't asking. I, I mean, I haven't, Sean. I haven't. Well, you, you got yeah, you got to protect the old dome. Jake, what was the earliest you cracked open a cocktail on vacation? Um, <laughs> Personal question. Yeah, probably 6.30 in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta, you gotta, you gotta realize that that's ten thirty this time, and it's vacation. It's four hours behind Lincoln. Okay. Well, it's a, probably a mimosa or a bloody mary. Right. right? Exactly. No. It was a mimosa sip. Laugher over there. I'm not laughing. That's fine. perfectly fine. Acceptable fine. at six thirty yeah, in the morning, especially on especially vacation. on vacation in Hawaii. So yeah, six thirty. Sean is probably the answer to that question. There you go. Great job, Sean. Thank you, Sean. We appreciate it. Sean, you. we got a lot we got a lot of debating to do about this quarterback situation. Yeah, we'll do it. I, we, <laughs> we, I think you're gonna have a lot of fun with this. Yeah. That that was quite the stance right there. Mm. I mean, I, I mean, I, you just can't discard Casey Thompson. After I'm not a, discarding anybody. After <laughs> you're are you talking to me or to <laughs> Vegas? Sorry. Are you are you talking to <laughs> Vegas like that? It seems to I'm me like talking you're talking to, you like to Las Vegas. You haven't like discarded that. Casey. I'm not talking to you. I'm 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 just saying general, you know, in general, you the people. Uh, you are talking to Vegas like they're right here across yeah, the I am table talking from to Vegas. You.
Hey, Vegas, knock it off. Yeah, don't put him in there with DJ Ungalali. Nice um, try. DJ Ungalali. Nope. G- That's 0 for 2. Try again. You do it. Uwe Ungalali. That's impossible to do that. Uwe Ungalali. Impossible just happened. Yeah. I mean, you're putting him in, in there with some... Like, you you putting Jeff Sims in there with Marvin Harrison? That's Come what Vegas on. is doing. Come on. Come on. To be fair, receivers don't win it hardly ever. Yeah. So that's fine. You're do backup quarterback. <laughs> hey, Max Duggan was a backup I'm before just, this season. He I'm, was second I, in listen, the Heisman sip. I'm just... I'm just... I just, I'm just going to take the stance of you just can't discard Casey. That's all I'm doing. I don't think anybody. I have nothing is against dis- Jeff Sims. I don't think anybody in this market is discarding Casey Thompson. Okay, that's all I need. I to speak hear. for the people. Yeah, and I'm not, and I, and I do think Jeff Sims has got a lot of talent. I, I really do, a lot of talent. I was gone for ten days, but I do still speak for the people in some things on that one. Your okay. shirt looks great, by the way. Thank you. The chicken shirt, the rooster shirt yeah. looks great it's from Kauai. Kauai, whatever. Yeah. I got it for you. No, I really appreciate it. Up next is the mailbag and song of the day and early break in the ticket.